I fancy you should call. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Oh, I want to get in. Are we ready to go? Oh, uh, we're like that. We're we're recording. Yeah, the interview's up. I, whatever. The, this okay, is. Uh... I want to get this in before the NSA fucks with us again. Okay, so okay, so so so, so like here, I'm just inter- let me interject. I was talking about the UFO propulsion systems technology. I don't want us to lose touch because they were messing with us. They were totally messing with us. They're probably already on it right now. Uh, because they totally have, they're totally monitoring Skype. Didn't you read that article? Uh, no, but but that doesn't surprise me. Anyway, 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 I gotta get this out there. Um, so I was um, in bed, lying in bed, and the Lyran kind of got surprised because the agent walked through the wall as an astral projection and demanded to know what I knew about um, uh, UFO propulsion system technology. And we had a highly technical conversation. I was using theorems, uh, physics theories. I was telling him, no, you can't do that because this doesn't work in this theorem this way with the cosine X, Y, Z, whatever. Uh, terms I've never even heard before. Um, and he would respond in like fashion very accurately. And then finally he said, and this is the most important part that they really don't like me to talk about, and I got a microwave attack for, um, it was about the role of aspect consciousness in UFO propulsion system technology. And believe it or not, that's the most important part of all of it regarding the technology. It's spiritual technology, and it has to do with consciousness. And, you know, that he literally said, um, this is one thing that's been bothering us. We don't know how to figure it out. We're, We're still trying to tinker with it and we're not having any luck and um um the bottom line is you know we want to know what you know about aspect consciousness and the role it plays in ufo propulsion system technology okay so what happened was the lyron looked at me for a second very silently he didn't send a message or anything he was just looking at me for a moment he said very thoughtfully very pleasantly he said please tell the agent that we are not going to let you answer this question and so I told him that, and he said, thank you very much. And then he disappeared exactly the way he came through, which was through the wall. And that was my experience. And then I was knocked out. I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I was in bed, and I felt like I'd had something done to my stomach. And that's the end of my story. We made it. We didn't get cut off. They didn't cut us off. They were messing with us yesterday. You can say the F word. Go ahead. I don't want to swear. It's like you want to swear. You want me to swear. <laughs> so just, it's, so. The code of new agery or something. Well, like, bro, I'm all for breaking the code of new agery. Just so you know, I've been editing the, uh, the, the audio thing, playing with it. So this is for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is the following day. We got cut off. Who knows why? The uh, suspicions might be where where might suspicions lead? I don't know, but uh, we did get cut off yesterday. Wasn't that unusual that I was just getting to that point? Uh, I was just getting to the point where I was going to talk about aspect consciousness. That did strike me as interesting. An interesting synchronicity, perchance. I don't know if synchro it was it was yeah, yeah it was interesting timing yeah but Did you um had problems with Miriam when that happened once too like technical issues me yeah no okay she's had other issues with she had problems with Project Camelot doing interviews because of the technical because of them because of them dude you have no idea how serious it is like uh, I, I I mean yeah I, I actually I'm I'm I've had many discussions with uh, Melinda Leslie. I've been accused of a name dropper, and I just did that name dropping thing. No, 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 no. I want to meet her. Can you get me in touch with her? I, I actually can. You know who you should talk to is Niara Isley. Well, my lab. I don't know what the deal is with me and my labs. I go back and forth. It's like yes, one day, no, the next. Um, and that's that's uh, yeah. This is this is sort of down the rabbit hole. And as far as yeah, uh, it gets it gets know. so strange that I, I I'm 
I'm uh, I'm shy to try to articulate my deepest thoughts because they they are so scrambled up. Well, you wanted the beings to come through. They're saying you're not a my lab. Me, Most definitely. Yeah, no. They're coming strictly, through right now. Strictly alien. Yeah, they come through all the time. I just did a reading. They came through earlier. I mean, they're not like it's not like they go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're just people to me. They're not like weirdos. I mean, they're totally normal to me. I don't know why people think there's any kind of like differentiation or well we're we're in this per, we're in this realm here where we're you know we're we're yeah. uh we're stuck here on this planet with uh all these uh you know uh, physical requirements and needs and things like well yeah i mean you have to breathe air and drink water so and you stuff buy like into that it and you ain't talking to them the fact the that i have to breathe water and or excuse me breathe air and drink water <laughs> I have to breathe, breathe water like so it's my, it's my Atlantean uh, uh, Freudian <laughs> slip there. So right on for me. Yeah, but it's not enough about you. What about me? What about you? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want a reading for the peoples? Just I want to be careful here because now like, I just I just I just re-listened I just re-listened and edited the the you know a, like a long huge chunk. This thing is it's a long interview. Well, I just want to be very careful that um I could you know you you are um and I'm I may not be giving you any new news, but you're very intense. And uh, and oh, I speak for yourself, buddy. Yeah. Speaking so, of intense. Yeah. <laughs> this is just more fuel for the fire to kick my ass. Uh, can scream at me and get the pitchforks and the torches out. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is very interesting. So I, what, I'm, I, I, I have no agenda at this point as far as how we do this. Okay. And I have... I like for once, I get to talk like my normal self instead of interview voice. I know. Actually, I was going to challenge you. I was going like, to turn the clock on and set it for one minute and we should do a proper interview. You want to try that for one minute? Yeah, sure. We can do it. That would be funny. Okay, and actually, you, you know, I have can have some like background music though. First. I would, I'll, I'll roll in with this sort of new age sensitive music and uh... <laughs> wind chimes. Man, we are disenfranchising our audience so much because this is like our audience. I don't have what a, like thirty. Who's going to listen to this thing anyway? So, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Do okay, this. so okay, so I'll, I'll do this. Okay, you ready? Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm reporting live from Sedona, Arizona. This is Mike Cleland, and I'm talking to Anya Briggs from New York City. Anya, does this sound too corny? Does that work? Uh, I don't think we can pull this off. No. Hey, um, this some stuff will get edited out. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me say, I'm just going to talk for myself. Like, I am not doing this... Uh, this whole blog thing, this whole sort of coming forward thing, I'm not doing it as a funny ego trip. It somehow, on some level, feels important. And I and I can't defend that in a way that, that won't sound airy-fairy, but it feels like um, uh, there's there's a need for, for this kind of uh, discussion um, there out there. There and is. and as goofy as this discussion has been, I think there's been you know some some gems in there, and believe it or not, I don't have to put on my serious face so much. So okay, I, I take it seriously. I take it seriously, but um, I have a light heart, and I I don't take the seriousness too seriously because I think if you start taking this stuff way too seriously, then you start wearing robes because it's like it's so overwhelming. Some of the stuff that's been given to me, and I I recognize the seriousness of this task that I have, and it is. I mean. You know, this is what contactees and experiencers have. They have a mission, quote unquote. And, you know, people get nervous when you say that, when you have a purpose, 
when you have a built-in purpose. They call you a skin robot or they call you, you know, this is where the cult references get, where people who are into UFOs are like cultists. And there are some cultists out there. It never made any sense to me. It never made any sense. Well, yeah, but that's a smaller percentage than you think, you know. And my whole thing is, I just want to say this, if I say nothing else today about this purpose, this mission I have, we are here to save ourselves. We are not here to have these beings be our saviors, okay? We are here to save ourselves. When people get off of the fear trip of all these, you know, gray aliens uh, putting probes up people's butts, um, you know, what's left? Invariably, the message is one of love, universal love, honoring oneself, honoring others, honoring the earth. What is so conspiracy about that? You know, and I... I don't think there's enough of a voice for people to speak positively of these experiences. I can personally say that it was the most, it's been the most profound positive growth experience of my life. Uh, it's transformed me literally and figuratively. And if that's negative, then call me negative. I don't care. Um, this paranoia and fear that people have about the manipulative ETs. Yes, of course there's manipulative ETs. There's manipulative humans, you know? Um, so what? So what? Even those experiences are growth experiences. It's all one and the same in, as reference to the schoolroom, the classroom that we're in called life. Mm -hmm. All a classroom. We all have this God spark. And, um, and I, you know, I'm going to interject here. And I, and, and this, you are, you are in the arena and you yeah. are, you know, have a, have a intense, heavy set of experiences and um and you may but never you may babies. never change. No, but the corollary is they're babies. Then is what you're saying. They're big fat babies. If they can't handle <laughs> coming out of my mouth, they're big fat babies. But you might be living in a world full of big fat babies that 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 um may never well, go away. Uh, you think I know? Yeah, I know so much babies. I know that's not very love and light of me either. I want to say something else about the term love and light. I never even used the term love and light until the beings used it with me. I did not pick that up from some kind of new age hokey pokey. Uh, terminology. The beings use the terminology. You sound very different when you give a reading. You have a very different tone and a very different voice. Um, well, and I know they're going to say in my real voice, they're going to say, man, you sound like a defensive bitch, but I don't care. You know, I don't care. It's not defensiveness. It's just, this is my reality. This is what it is. Deal with it. They want to turn me into a caricature. Yeah. You can, you can. You and can me slice, too. And me too. You can slice down this rant as much as you like. I realize I'm being redundant. I'm, there's here. some little rant slicing that's gone on with the editing process here. So I've been careful. I've been careful to, to um, you know, I'm actually, you know, and I'll be quite honest. I'm concerned that, that, um, that you, uh, I don't want you to appear as, um, uh, as bitter. Like, I know, I know. That's not my point. My point is that I'm not bitter. I do come across as a bit blunt, but you know what? I what? don't have time. The whole thing is I don't have time. There's no more time to waste. Yeah. A lot of us come across as blunt because we have much information to dispense in a very short period of time. Now, so so the people listening to this are going to find their way to this, you know, this blog and this audio thing. And um, I'm going to, you can, I'm not sure how this is going to proceed, but I would love to invite your um, source guides or, or however you want to call them. Oi. Oi? The source guide's the wrong bad word? No, do we have to? I would love to. We don't have to. Um, I'm sorry. I just spilled some tea on the floor. Um, I just, I don't really, I don't know if they have anything to say. I mean, they have something to say about justice. 
You want me to talk about justice? They're saying sure, justice, sure. justice, justice. Social justice. Please, please. go ahead and go for it. Hearing it. Now, the justice is the word they're throwing out there. Okay, they're saying we're here, we're throwing it into the ring, we're putting the boxing gloves on, children of light. We wish to speak now and forevermore <laughs> uh, for peace, for world peace. And yes, this sounds treacly and unkind to those of you who are more cynical than Anya, but um, world peace is a reality if you make it. That which is your reality, uh, pining for platitudes seems to be the issue of the day here. Uh, with a lot of your listeners, dear Mike Cleland, with an exclamation point, they're laughing. Um, you have to see fit a way of being and doing that allows for viewpoints other than your own. And there are many on your site who are convinced of their own realities thus forth that deny themselves the experience, the experiential framework, the experiential reality of truth in all of its guises, all of its manifestations. You have to allow for this set of ideas to step forth before they're even squashed in the birthing process. Does, does this make sense, dear Mike? Yep. And you need to understand, dear readers, dear viewers, dear listeners, wherever you might be, that this birthing process of ideals is a very gentle, very delicate process. Anya doesn't step all over your negativity, She's, she's to, to re-quote her. Um, so why should you step all over her positivity? Um, th this is not fair. This is not fair to the experiencers, to the channels, to the people who claim they are who they say they are, without any uh, reference of a kind of P.T. Barnumery. They're saying, they're laughing, any kind of skullduggery, any kind of uh, negativity that would come through as, as a source uh, invention through fakery, through tricksterism, through lies, through deceit. Anya does not lie. Anya does not deceive. On the contrary, she cuts through lies like a knife. She has a, for lack of a better term, BS detector that is quite extraordinary. And she doesn't have time for this, they're saying. They're, they're laughing. They're like holding their arms out like a Jewish grandma. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you guys doing? Why aren't you into love? What, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? They're singing the song, uh, the Elvis Costello song. The great Elvis Costello song. Mm -hmm. We wish more people could write songs like this instead of you stole my boyfriend, you stole my girlfriend, and the like. This is negativity of a sort that we wish would of a kind that would dissipate, that would slowly move from that into more uh, questioning songs of the kind of a Mr. Costello. Uh, the variant of which we speak of, um, there's a, a song by, they're saying there's a Cream song? You know the song Cream? I mean, there's the band a band Cream. Cream. I do know the band Cream, yes. Band Cream. There's, we have a, uh, there's a I'm song by you. Cream. Now they're, they're, they're doing like Top of the Pops here. I don't know why they're having all these music references. Cream is a band from England with um, Ginger Baker and um, now this could be Intel messing with me. I don't know, but they're so, saying no, no. This is relevant. This okay, is not. so it's not someone from Intel that's like just happens to be a record right. collector. Kind of like going through their like record collection. Um, no, they're saying okay. So there's there's Ginger Baker and there's someone else and then there's um, Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. And they're in the band Cream. Why are they talking about Cream? This is so funny. This is the funniest reading of the week I've done. Um, okay. Uh, now I'm not getting anything. That's really weird. It just, like, stopped all of a sudden. Um, okay. So why are they fixated on Ginger Baker? I don't understand this. Somebody in your reading list likes Ginger Baker a lot. Somebody's a drummer. You need I to reach no out to them. I have no idea. So... Who likes Ginger Baker in your group? I have no idea. As an exquisite drummer, 
they're like in awe of his drumming when he's quite good i mean there's there's no doubt he's a great drummer uh okay this has to do with ginger baker somebody on your reading list has ginger baker like in your fan in their family they're doing like a call-in show type reading right now it's like who's in, who's in your group who's there who's what's the thing with ginger baker uh that's just a confirmation this person is a skeptic and so this is just to get the let out as it were do you mm -hmm. understand i think so <clears throat> this person will have a confirmation moment and they'll contact you and they'll say, Oh my God, Ginger Baker's my cousin or something like that. My third okay. cousin twice removed or something. And they're like, I didn't believe any of this stuff, but I believe it now. It's just going to be like one of those confirmation things. Um, now they're saying the term head on, head on at the pass, head on at the pass. I don't know what that means. They're showing horses trying to outrun something, outrun a train. Oh, okay. They're saying, yes, we're showing you this image, this pattern, this energy pattern, for lack of a better term, um, because we wish to understand the locomotion by which one idea is formed versus another. Locomotion, locomotive engine versus horsepower. Do you understand this? I think so. Horsepower is something like 33 something something um, a second. I, I don't understand what they're saying about this. This is a really fuzzy reading. Okay, it has to do with locomotion, how ideas are con conceptualized from one person versus another. Some people take the horse route, some people take the locomotion route, yes? Mm -hmm. They're both getting to the same location, right? It doesn't matter if you get the information from one lifetime or the next, you're going to get the information eventually. So they're telling Anya, they're telling me, to stop being so defensive about those who... Um, resist her energy ah. because it's not so much for her to decide whether or not they understand this as much as it is to understand their own locomotion per se do you understand this i think so anya understands this too she's very good about this she's very humble she doesn't try to edit anything she's just trying to tell the truth um she understands this, but she still gets upset nonetheless with the comments. It's really negative, and it reduces her to a stereotype, and she doesn't reduce them to a stereotype, so why bother? Um, we must continue on, though. This is kind of petty to go on about this and re be repetitive, as it were. I agree. We just want to confirm and appreciate her being and doing through this process because she's really putting her neck out on the line when every time she speaks and when she does this. She's very proud of her work. She likes what she does, but she understands the flack and... Takes it in stride, believe it or not. It's really not that big a deal to her anymore. She just wants clarification. Clarity is really important to her. Okay, and I'm making a request, Azania, like to have them stop talking about me so much. It's like, yeah, 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 this is repeating itself. All right, so shall we continue on then? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So Mike, dear Mike, we do wish to say something personal to you. Whether or not you wish to publish this on the um, tape is your business. It's none of our business. But we do wish to say that we appreciate and refine ourselves towards your energetic as a learned type, as a learned, skilled person of many talents. Yes? You draw, you write, you... Why are they saying acupuncture? I have no idea. Okay. Well, they're showing I don't do acupuncture. Crevasse. They're showing this huge crevasse that you're jumping over in the winter. It's like kind of dangerous, really dangerous, actually. That's what I do. And you've done that many times with many different injuries of varying sorts, including the frostbite that you wish that you now wish you had not had, but you had it nonetheless. Okay, more on to the fact about the larger picture here. What is the big picture? What are we doing here to speak with you today about? What is the big message? What is the spectacularly specific message that we wish to impart 
It is not platitudes, not standing on a mountaintop. Ha ha, they're laughing. We love these people who are healthy skeptics. Um, we design a way of being and doing that, tr that sends itself over the moon, as it were, to proof. What is proof? What does proof mean when someone's seeking out proof, knowledge, acceptability, acceptance, um, interstitials, as it were, a kind of solitary interstitial moment where you decide for yourself during the turn in the commercial break, as it were, that you are going to tell the truth. What is it about a channel that steps forward who decides, I can't hold this in anymore, I have to say what they're telling me to say? Because it's in agreement with their energetic. It's not slavery, it's not uh, being a skin robot, a, a house frau, whatever you want to call it, somebody dependent on someone else. It is an interdependent universe we live in anyway, yes? One man is not alone in the ocean of time, yes? Mm -hmm. It's all a connective tissue, it's all connection. For the atheist, we have a quandary, though. Because the atheist believes not any of this stuff. The atheist does not accept that lifetimes between lifetimes exist, the Akashic records, the knowledge of the records, um, that intel, intel is possibly responsible for this. Yes, they can see that Navy intelligence could do this. But then thinking beyond that is, is an impossibility within those realms occasionally for these types of people, these types of extreme skeptics, shall we say, the kind who are negative to the point of um, detrimental to their own well-being. Do you understand this? That they're mm -hmm. closing themselves off before they even decide. That would have been me at so, one point in my life. Absolutely. Many men do this. We mean not to pick on a gender specifically, but we do find that a lot of um, white men tend to do this in continuation with the theme of yesterday that you were speaking of. Unfortunately, we have a confirmation for that through cultural conditioning, through belief systems, through the pecking order, through... Uh, pellet systems, as Anya so cleverly put it yesterday, yes? Mm -hmm, and yeah. we wish to define and decide what it is about the male of the species on this planet that decides to be so skeptical and so um, mind-centered rather than body-centered. What is that? We ask you, Mike, what is that? It's conditioning. It's the way I was brought up. And why is the pecking order so strong in your species for men to be as hard as they are traditionally? For survival purposes, may, may chance, they're saying? For competition between other men? I have no idea. We wish to observe more men like yourself and increase the load, as it were, on your burden of education by which you seek. The reason we say this is because you differentiate yourself through the species of men, of the male genome, as it were, yes? You differentiate yourself through feeling, through thought, attachment, um, intellectual intellectuality. Um, the purpose by which we mean to say is not so much to pick you out of a crowd as special, quote-unquote, as a godlike figure. No, no, quite the contrary. Your humility is quite appealing to us. Your um, specifics, your specificity with life, with figuring out things, with wondering why, the big question, why, question mark, capital letters, W-H-Y, why? And this is why we ask you specifically, Mike, this is why we ask you specifically, what is this, the thing that is, that makes men the way they are in this, in this instance, yes? Mm -hmm. Belief systems of things that others would call woo-woo, for lack of a better term, for shorter term. Um, we're not here to decide whether or not woo-woo, for lack of a better term, is something that can be um, agreed upon in one session, of course. People's belief systems will be what they are, but the altercation between 
is she lying? Is she real? Is she lying? Is she real? With Anya, with many others like herself, is nonsensical to us in a sense. It's, um, it's reality to her. It's non-reality to you. Let it be that if that's the case. But if it's a question of honor, if it's a question of integrity, that is, that is uh, unimpeachable for her. She, she lies not. She doesn't know how to lie. In fact, she speaks truth too much. Uh, mm -hmm. I wish she would stop speaking so much truth in the way of swear words and the like, but we understand this is a delicious conundrum you've faced with her to swear or not to swear. This is very funny to us. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny to me. But we try not to swear so much in the interim. We try not to use swear words. Occasionally we do for emphasis just to get the point across, but that's really not us. That's, that's really her. Um, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> They're making me sound like the potty mouth of all potty mouths. Uh, you and me both. So they're they're laughing. They're just lightening it up a little bit. Um, they're saying what to do with skeptics, what to do with atheism, what to do, what to do. Hmm, what is the quandary? We don't know, quite honestly. We can't force their evolutionary path any more than it's been forced. Obviously, in past lifetimes, a lot of these people have been forced against their will to believe things they chose not to believe. A lot of these people were serfs, and this is not, again, this is not a position of better or worse this is just how it was a lot of these people lived really hard lives in past lifetimes and the religious curse of the of the catholic church of the religions of the time were very stringent people died if you didn't um convert mm -hmm. so um a lot of that leaves a bad taste in a lot of these atheist mouths who listen to your interviews and watch your websites um a lot of these people bear in mind have no compassion for themselves this is going to enrage a lot of your viewers we understand we know but this is a past life issue. These are karmic issues that they have not yet dealt with because they refuse to look at the violence that was impinged upon them in the name of the Lord. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. So the spiritual aspect of this is unencumbent upon their reality, shall we say. Does this make sense? I think so. They chose not to take the path of light and love, quote unquote, to use the airy fairy terms. We apologize. We know this makes their blood curdle, some of these listeners, some of these people. They're real. They're just as real as you and I. They're real people with real concerns and real issues. And if they ever took the time to stop and listen to what Anya's saying, uh, she would come to a conclusion that was very similar to theirs, believe it or not. Um, there's unity in this. There's a lot of unity in past life regression. A lot of these people would be shocked and surprised to know that they did die at the hands of inquisitors, of people who were shoving religion down their throats. And so thus they come into this lifetime with the surety that there is no God. There can't be a God because I died in the last lifetime from this horrible pain and, and I, was I was extinguished like a light bulb going out. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they don't realize that what they're attracted against is just as much what they're attracted to, only in the reverse. It's simply the flip side of the coin. And when people start thinking like that, every thought becomes a game. Every game becomes a reality. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. Very playful. Atheists tend to be very playful in their mind games. They like uh, logic. They like games of chance. Um, their brain stems come from different faculties. They utilize other faculties than, say, Anya does or you would use. Uh, more right brain facilities are not really to their liking. Again, this is the after effect of nuclear holocaust, as it were, on their personas, on their um, belief systems and the like. So many have been killed in the name of God. Yes? Mm -hmm. Many atheists have done this in past lives. And many atheists were also 
inquisitors themselves in past lives and they only the way they are forgiving themselves through this lifetime is through enacting the no god policy so as to not harm others it's a panic stricken device in some ways and again we mean no disrespect to those who don't believe in us we mean no disrespect to them whatsoever please no cat calls to anya please be nice to her just play nice she's just being an observer utilizing her body to facilitate a communication through a higher sense of self, a higher sense of communion, communion for lack of a better term, we don't mean to use religious terms, but communion with soul pattern grouping and the like. This is her journey that she's on. Please honor and respect that, yes? Mm -hmm. So for the readers who refuse outright that this is simple charlatanism, that this is simple chicanery for lack of a better term, they're wrong, plain and simple, they're wrong. They're not listening to spirit because spirit has been so negative to them in the past. Mm -hmm. And to this, it is a past life uh, regression issue. And we would highly recommend a past life regression for some of these people who are exceptionally virulent to her. And not just on your site, but other sites. People who are in attack mode, shall we say. Hackers. Um, haters. Not that she experiences them per se, but she sees many in the New Age community who are attacked by these people. For no other reason than these people are speaking their minds. Um, some of these people are false, some of these people are fakes, some of these people are the real deal. It doesn't matter. They all get attacked equally. There is no sense of discernment for spirituality because these people are lacking to a certain extent in their own network, as it were, of spiritual concerns. It's just not, it's not as high on the um, priority of lists that they would have. Yes, it doesn't mean they're less than, it doesn't mean they're less spiritual. In fact, indeed, they could be very spiritual people. In their own way, they have their own way of being and doing. But the mind of the atheist is not the mind of Anya Briggs. So there's a real disconnect there that she sees in her family. Members of her family are having a real hard time um, deciphering what is real and what is not. Um, some of them think she's just flat out crazy. And she's, she's fine with that, but they're not. They seem more concerned with her well-being than she does. And this is odd for her. This is odd for many in this situation. Um, how do I rectify the spiritual with the centered, the heart-centered life? How do I be an, how, am, how will I be an ethical human being without falling into treacly religious um, notifications of a sort, obligations, as it were? Do you understand this? Uh -huh. This is the straddling that you and she and others like yourselves are doing at this time. Do you understand this? Uh -huh. A straddling, a delicate balance, as it were. Do you understand this? Oh, yeah, very much so. This is very hard for you as well, Mike Cleland, yes? Mm -hmm. Very hard for your family. They don't know quite what to make of this. They've looked at your websites, if we may be so bold. And My family has? Mm, some of them, yeah. You're going to find out two or three of them. Not close relatively. Okay. He typed your name in a Google search engine the other day, and this is what popped up. And my goodness, was he surprised, they're saying. He's not the type of man to talk about this sort of thing, and he's not going to confront your father on this. Okay. But it's kind of an issue with him. Like, whoa, what is this? Mike Cleland is an abductee. Mike Cleland's an experiencer. What is this? What is this? What is this? Just don't be surprised if the subject comes up at dinner sometime. Okay. Interesting, all right? And there may be some pleasant surprises, too, within the confines of you and your family. Your family unit, as it were. Your mother and father are surprised by you, too. We realize this reading is not so much about you as it is on the grand scheme of things we're Mike is being very generous because we're letting him step in as an example for many experiencers and what they go through. This is what people are trying to understand on your website now. It's kind of taken a turn for the worse for many of your readers. 
They don't understand why is this freaky guy talking about UFOs all of a sudden. Well, get used to it, they're saying. This is the coffee break. This is the wake-up call. They're kind of slapping your reader's faces gently like a bracing slap. Mm -hmm. This is the nature of things. This is the natural progression of how this goes. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't have to read it. You don't have to listen to it. You don't have to watch it. It's okay. They're being very frank right now with this because you've had such a skeptical audience, an inquiring minds want to know kind of audience, a kind of uh, off the cuff kind of um, audience that um, was not quite prepared for what happened to you all of a sudden. You started out with one thing and you wound up with another. And this is very concerning to them. Some of them, not all of them, some of them took to it like a duck to water. And those are the people you should uh, cleave to. Those are Mm -hmm. the people you should consider your true friends because the other ones are just kind of dilettantes kind of observing from an armchair perspective and that's fine and well as well we don't mean to vilify them either that is their path that is their goal that is their glory it's a shining star in the night for them just as much as our spiritual paths are for us but we wish it to see more cooperation between those who believe and those who disbelieve it's very disappointing to us to see so many quote-unquote skeptics be so unreliant in their abilities to use their heart-centered facilities. They're there. They're, they have a beating heart. They have feelings. When they cut, they bleed, yes? Mm-hmm. They do not use their heart-centered facilities at all. To be a human being is not just to be a creature of logic. To be a human being is to feel, to see, to do, to be in the world. You see? You're looking out the window right now. I'm, listen- I'm listening. And you're looking out your window and you're seeing the stars, the moon at night. Yes, you see mm-hmm. the owls. The, oh, they're going the owl and the pussycat. They're being very playful. It's sort of the same kind of thing. You need to have the dichotomies of space available between those who believe and those who disbelieve. Yes? It's a tightrope. You're walking on this tightrope between real humankindness, humankind. I don't know what this means. And disbelief disbelief in your own human structure yes occasionally personally my own disbeliefs you could say cosmologically in all of the viewers beliefs and disbeliefs people are not cardboard cutouts they all have likes and dislikes yes Mm -hmm. they all have their choices to make yes Mm -hmm. and we're sorry if this sounds like more platitudes but this is the reality of things Dichotomy is not to be for much longer. This is why we speak of this terminology in the way, in the means that we mean to. The terminology we wish to speak of now is dichotomy. Yes? Light versus dark. Yes versus no. Up versus down and the like. Yes? Mm -hmm. There's only so many ways you can go with yes versus no. Yes? I agree. There's either yes and variations on a theme of yes or no and variations on a theme of no. Does this make sense? Yep. And ne'er the twain shall meet. Supposedly. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. There's some gray in there that needs there to be... There is a gray area. You, you put the words right out of our mouth. There is a gray area by which we mis- wish to speak of now and further that others must discuss within themselves and their own ways of being and doing. Does it make sense? Do I have the belief system to carry through with this idea? Courage is needed and required at this time, dear ones, because many weird things are going to happen to you and your viewers in the coming weeks and years ahead. Do you understand this? Mm-hmm. There's going to be an uprise in UFO activity, the likes of which people have never seen before. And it's going to, get a, it's going to reach a critical mass within a matter of years, short years. We are talking about within three to five 
of these Earth years. Mm-hmm. And they're saying actually in about three to five weeks, there's going to be something that happens that's going to be quite unusual, a phenomenological uh, exposition into, they're saying Detroit, near Detroit? Maybe near oh, Detroit. Detroit City. What does Detroit City mean to you? There's some kind of energy that's coming in about your life. I was born in Detroit. Detroit City. Um, My brother lives in Detroit. I was born there. Uh, who likes... Who likes um, Who's the big Bruce Springsteen fan? Something my... about them. They're saying there's a vibrational frequency in this person that you need to talk about. They're like really insistent. Did this person pass over? Did you have like a punk rock friend who was like way into the Stooges and um, MC5? Uh... Detroit, Ann Arbor bands. Detroit bands, I guess. I don't know. I, uh, I'm at a loss right now. Born in Ann Arbor, by the way. That's really interesting. I, I, I moved when I was like two years old, so I okay. don't know Michigan at all. That's me. That's Anya. That's not the baby. <laughs> okay. That was Anya talking. Okay. I don't know why that was really like that broke in through the train of thought. It has something to do with the movement of freedom of this music, the movement, the momentum, the locomotion, for back, lack of a better term. There is someone in your lives who likes this sort of thing, your life and lives. Yes. We mean the readers as well. Anyone who wants to reach out to somebody who likes Bruce Springsteen is a friend of ours. He's a lovely man. But we don't mean to talk about that specifically as more or less the idea of the um, ideas that he composes when he writes songs. If you think about a song, the song is the idea, yes? Um, What's the song about Tom Joad? The Ghost of Tom Joad. Right. So the song is about the Ghost of Tom Joad, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they're using Tom Joad as a character, right? An archetype? Sure. For the lost, Dust Bowl, Depression-era man, yeah? Yep. In the 90s or whenever the song was written, sort of reflecting itself again, right? We're assuming. Yep. Uh, This is what the songwriter meant. Okay. So you have to see the reflection of time in one of these Bruce Springsteen songs. Anya is neither a fan nor not a fan. She likes some of his stuff. She doesn't like some of his stuff. We are using Bruce Springsteen very deliberately as an example here. As, okay. as is Mike. is not quite a fan. I, I sort of am on the same. I like some of his stuff. I like some. But they're just using Bruce Springsteen as a great songwriter because he takes humanity, right? And he distills it into this songwriting bullet, as it were. And he shoots the bullet out into the sky and people grasp onto this bullet. And it means something to them. The diehard fans. Okay. They're grasping onto the energy of these diehard fans that go to every single concert when he's in town and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lyrics and written, committed to memory, they're saying, right? Yep. So they're using the concept of fandom. They're using the concept of following without following, if this makes any sense. Keeping abreast of an entertainment information through the artistry of this man they call Bruce. Yes? Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's all well and good. That is how ideas are generated. You put the concept out there, and those who grasp onto it grasp well. Those who do not ignore it. It's a bullet to them. Why would they want to touch a bullet? Do you understand this? I think so. It's anathema. So the idea goes out there, and it has great meaning for others, and some it does not. Yes? The way yep. you and I feel about most of, some of his songs. Some of his songs? Some of, them, some of them are great. Some of them not so great. Some of them resonate. Some of them not so much. Yes? Yep. So you need to look at songwriting as a metaphor for channeling. Because that is the way it is. Ideas grasp on to others, some not so much. Yes? Mm-hmm. Simple enough concept. For some reason, there is so much contempt for this. 
that the mental illness issue plays a role in this is very strange to us. Obviously, she's not crazy. She's having cohesive conversations with you, and then she goes straight into channel, and then she sips some tea, and then she goes back to what she was doing. No big deal, right? Uh-huh. To her, that's how it is. She's trying to express this through us, through our perspective. And we could we heartily agree. She's normal. She's not crazy. This is a different reaction to reality than others have, yes. But it's just a different perception of the people are trying to understand this. We wish to be precise now because precision is something valued by your viewers. Yes, we wish not to go off on a tangent. We realize a lot of this is right-brained activity, but there is a lot of left brain activity joined at the hip, as it were, in the process known as channeling as well. So we have arbited our identities, if that makes any sense, uh, to facilitate communication through the beast known as channeling. We call it the beast because it's an unwieldy creature, yes? Mm -hmm. When the words come out, sometimes it doesn't make sense, sometimes it makes perfect sense, sometimes it feels like you're reading their diary, yes? And this is what we structure as an energetic force field that conditions itself through the notion that others like herself, the channelers, Bashar, uh, of Bashar, of the Pleiadians, of uh, Barbara Marciniak's experiences and the like, of which you are very well familiarized, Mike Cleland, with an exclamation point. And we wish to notify you further that these people are real too. All of these people, with the exception of maybe one or two, are real. They are not frauds. They are not fakes. The, the devotion that one has to dispelling the myth of channeling is confronted, when that person is confronted with the writings of these people, it is clear that they are accessing general and specific knowledge through force fields and energetics not known to them in Earth-space-time. Do you understand this? I think so. So who needs proof at this point and juncture? We wish to address them now. What are their specifics? What are their demands, shall we say? And Anya will see to it that we can facilitate readings for them, if they wish. They will block, though. This makes it difficult for readers because uh, one has to be open to an experience before they can engage in an experience. If you refuse to drive a car, how are you going to drive the car? You can't drive the car with your mind. The car is a physical vehicle. You could if you trained yourself for years and years and years to make the car drive with your mind. But why? The universe only goes through the easiest path. So the easiest path would just be to take the locomotion of your body and utilize it to make the car run, yes? Mm -hmm. So what good is it to be a specific a skeptic about something when the easiest path is just to have us speak through you, Anya? Do you understand this? I think so. It's so much easier, rather than making the car run with the power of your mind, to just open the door of the car, sit in the seat, and charge the ignition with the key, yes? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could sit there, but it's so much easier to just go the easiest route, yes? So how is Anya accessing the specific information? She's saying, bring it. <laughs> bring it, liars. Bring it, skeptics. Bring it. You, you're so unsure of my reality, I'll do a reading for you. But she can't do a reading for the unwilling. They have to be willing. They have to be open. So if anybody out there who's listening doesn't believe a word she says, ask for a reading. But you, you have to unfold your arms first from your chest, as it were. You have to be open. You don't have to believe. You just have to be open to the possibility that it could be a reality. If it's a possibility of a reality, then it exists. And that's the problem with the diehard skeptics. They refuse to allow that the concept could even exist for the most part. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. And I am not a skeptic, so. 
Oh, you frequently said you're a skeptic. You back. I'm a skeptic of my own my own set of experiences, but I'm not a skeptic of, then you're of not the a channeling. Skeptic, so you need to dis- dissipate this terminology from your language when referring to yourself because you're not a skeptic, Mike. Not anymore. You were a skeptic. Now you are not. Yes, that is your identity place field. Now your identity place field, for lack of a better term, is that which is, I am. I am this, I am that, without calling yourself so much, yes? But you are experiencing what you are experiencing through the prism of your reality. So therefore, it is real. You need to honor it. You need to cherish it. Does that make sense? Yep. So just honor it. Say, I once was a skeptic, no more. It's okay. You're not going to be vilified for being a white man and not being a skeptic. Most of them are, though. (laughs) And again, we mean not to punish the white male. This is fodder for many male news channels such as Bill O'Reilly and uh, Howard Stern and the like. Uh, you know, let's bemoan the death of the white male. We mean not to chastise, criticize, or castrate the male. We love the male energy. The male energy has many profound lessons to tell us and teach us, and, and, and we would do well to listen. But when it's out of balance with skepticism, with overt skepticism, with an, a kind of atheism that ignores realities, shall we say, ignores parallel universes, ignores time travel, ignores the po- potentiality and possibilities of these things, then you're cutting yourself shy of mm, experiences. And this we wish to discuss further in another lesson, but for now, Anya's pretty wiped out. She's done a couple of readings today, and she's kind of like, Ugh, losing it a bit. So it, does this satisfy your request, my Clellan? Yep. We thank you. We honor you. We send you love and enlightenment. For all who listen to this recording, we wish you love and light. Even if you don't believe in love and light, we send you love and light regardless in the honor that is you. Each and every one of you we honor and respect, no matter what your belief systems. We wish to emphasize this. This is not Anya speaking now. This is the Galactic Federation of Light with the Arcturian Brotherhood signing off for now with love and so much light and enlightenment for you all in a way that is not lofty, that is not on a mountaintop, that is direct, accessible, and means something to you individually. We mean you, the viewer slash listener. Thank you. Amen. Adonai. Amen. All is one. All is God. Amen. Signing off for now, the Galactic Federation of Light with Anya Briggs as the channel. Woo! Okay, I'm back. Thank you. Was it fun? No, it was important. I thought it was important that, that, that um... Well, it's you're... an interesting notion, the concept of skepticism and atheism, and it's something I've been curious about for a while as well, why they don't talk about it. And this is, to my knowledge, the first channel I've ever done for the public um, that covered that, to their knowledge, to their perspective. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I, uh, I struggle with my own uh, identity, and, and, I, and I think one of the things that I was very good at um, was being... Uh, self-aware of my own of my own skepticism and i think that was very engaging for for folks i don't remember all of that because i kind of left the room a little bit so no no but that's that's something that was that's that's how in a way i i um i i remember terms being thrown around but i don't like have general knowledge of what was just said so and and uh you know some of it was directed at the audience some of it was directed at me some of it was directed at you okay yeah i remember that but i don't remember specifically what it was yeah it's all recorded, so. Uh, oh, lucky me! I'm sure it was interesting. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> I hope it made sense. You know, there's a, there's a there's a kind of um, uh, I almost want to say puzzle. 
almost sometimes. Oh yeah! Oh, they love the wordplay. They're so funny with that. But and they all... love the atheists. They're just popping their head in a little bit um, to say we love the atheists. We want them to play with us. We wish they would play with us more. They don't engage with us. They just don't even acknowledge where we exist in some cases, and we're saddened by that because we like them the most in some cases. We, saying we don't judge, but we don't like a lot of the platitudes about the New Age community that get spouted off as well. We don't like that. We don't judge these people. They're on their path. They're child, children of God, too. But we want to engage with the atheists more. We want to have a dialogue. We want to meet, meet at the point of no return, as it were. Cooperation is key. All right, that's it. They're, they're sticking their heads in and then they're leaving. They just okay, bye. Add that addendum. <laughs> uh, good. Well, actually, it's it was good to, uh, just to hear that other voice. Uh-huh. Which was? Which I guess was, was different. Which was different than Anya's voice. Yeah, it wasn't me. That's for sure. I grew up in Ohio. We don't talk like that. Uh huh. So, you know, you get punished pretty good if you start talking like that in Ohio. Yep, and you can pull socially it off. Socially ostracized. You get socially ostracized right quick. And and Idaho too. It's spouting off platitudes that were not platitudes. They're saying. How's your tea? It's cold now. <laughs> so I don't know, how long was I doing this? I'm not going to look at the little thing. A while. It was good. It was good. Oh, my God. So. I feel wiped out. How are you feeling? Uh, a little tired. I don't know. Hey, um, I got to thank you. This was this, this. I have no idea how this is going to play like out. I just got here. Are you serious? I feel like I just got here. That's hilarious. I mean, this 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 interview may have to be broken up into multiple things because it seems like it's gone on I a long time. I must have been out for a long time. That's all I can say because it feels yeah. like I just got here like 10, 15 minutes ago. No, it's been more than that. You want to tell you how long we've been on? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's over an hour. Oh, over an hour. That's weird. Where does all the time go? Well, thank you, Mike. How are you doing? <laughs> just, I don't mean to diss you. I'm not dissing you. No, 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 I'm not. I've, I've, come, I've, I've made a strong moral fiber, so. Um, that's right. You're going you to you have to try harder than that to diss me. So That's right. You eat your moral fiber every day. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Mike. I think so. I'm kind of wiped out, too. It, oh, wow. That must have really been long. Well, um, it was, no, I mean, then I've been editing the from this morning. I edited the uh, the stuff we talked yesterday, so. This is God. Yeah. Well, you could probably edit it down to under two hours if you just cut out all of my sidetracking and distraction. That's and, a little bit what I've been doing. <laughs> and some of my sidetracking, too. Non-linear functionality, they say. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I'm a walking, talking, non-linear functionality myself, so. Right. They're saying it's all equally justified <laughs> it all gets you where you want to go eventually it just takes a little longer sometimes with her <laughs> good right on well thank you mike thank you well um uh thank and, you uh, uh, and, and once again this is this is this is you know you are at one end of that crazy continuum and uh you challenge me Anya Briggs challenges me. Uh, <laughs> really? Challenges me to um, be a little, well, a lot more open-minded. Um, at the yeah. same time, I'm, you know, there's there's skeptical thoughts that 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 uh, surface, and I can't uh, I can't deny those. But well, I, have um, that, I have to say, you challenge me to be more skeptical. Good for me. Yeah, good for you. Um, 
And then I, I, uh, and I would also say that the, um, that, that little channeling session you did there was very different than the channeling session you did for me directly, where the stuff you Uh did for me directly was, was intensely specific. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, that was, that was more, uh, uh, you know, looking at, at, uh, bigger picture issues, not so much even for me. So, and, and, uh, I may not agree with everything that you say, you know, I'm, 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 and I, and I, and I don't, but I do say that, let, um, interacting with you and talking with you is, is, uh, is, um, certainly expansive for me i feel like (laughs) thank you okay it's them it's not me it's them well you're i'm i've talked to you too so you're you're you've got an expansive side to you too okay i need to wear expansive clothing then no not that kind of expansive no not that kind of (laughs) expansive (laughs) i have to wear like a drawstring pair of pants or something uh no not like that but um again (laughs) thank you this has been the strangest thing I've ever done on the thing, and I'm trying to figure out how it's going to go online. Like me, people are uh, going to be pissed off. No, like, no, no, no! Lighten up, lighten up! You're you're just add so much. Like you're you're setting yourself up. People are going to be delighted. Actually, I'm having fun with it. So good. Radio. Right, well, if you're if you're finito Mussolini with the um, interview i'm i'm good to go i thank you so much Mike. anyway so there now we're done now now i'm gonna sh- should i shut off the audio i'm gonna shut off the audio i don't care whatever you want to do okay how are you doing how was your day <laughs> um good funny i had we're not being taped right now right here let me shut this off i'm gonna shut it off
twisted And we're real stuck 